Test one, two. Test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Welcome to the program, y'all. We are back at it. Another day recording episode number 26, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, we do have socials. We may be a little older than you think we are. Uh, we just had a birthday boy turning 47. So, yeah, I'm officially the youngest man on this program. But it's 40s dudes and one sneak into their 50s. And we just sit around and uh, talk about news you need to know. Yes. And technically, by the way, you've always been the youngest person on the show. The fact that I just turned a new number does not change that. fact. I'm way younger now. And welcome oh, okay. to the vocal minority. Yes, you can see the socials <laughs> online. We've got a web page where they're all listed out for you. The vocal Hit us up there. You can communicate with the show and then find out where we are. I mean, yes, we're on TikTok. Yes, we're on Facebook. What's up, YouTube? We're on YouTube. We're just yeah. little social media whores. Right. Per se. Twitter and Instagram as well. Find us, share us. You can go to the vocal minority.net as well. And uh, yeah, we're here to discuss things that you uh, need to know, be them news pop culture or otherwise right news hell yeah no right so uh something apparently we all do need to know is that when we die as we do get older and as i am now one year closer to death um i I wasn't aware how many options there are out there as to uh how to get rid of your body i mean i've done some research in my life of how to get rid of a body but that's a whole different story yeah this is all legal what we're going to discuss today and there are a ton of them dude uh, the older people are talking about new ways to be disposed of. The younger people are talking about it. There are so many cool ways to cool things rather to do with your body after you die. Yeah. And we're not talking necrophilia. <laughs> we're talking about ways to properly dispose of a human body. Now there's the traditional, of course, uh, you know, you can bury yourself in a box and put yourself in the ground, right? That's sure. the way it's always been done for the most part. I mean, uh burning a body and just like yeah, having funeral your pyre i mean that's is that newer than just being stuck in the ground i would imagine that's a good question i think the vikings used to burn people so i don't know yeah right in the right in the boat right put them in the boat and burn them up that's the way i want to go so yeah wow. now um so those are the traditional i guess you can be buried in the ground or you can be burned there's a new method to get rid of uh, getting rid of a body <laughs> that, uh, that i've never heard of but that all my hippie friends do with their garbage already and that is uh human composting composting a human body huh do have you, you guys just... heard of this prior to us bringing it up at this moment never uh, i've heard of it before i never yeah. have and um i don't know should we start to uh, read through this little article here and then we can uh, dissect a little further Probably should. For people who haven't heard about it, uh, I mean, it's not something I just do in my backyard, right? There's a procedure. <laughs> you could, apparently, but yeah. I what could the legally. Author- That's the yeah, what are the, what are the authorities frown down upon that kind of thing? I would think so, Bruski. <laughs> I don't. Well, it depends what state you're in, because as we're about to learn, there are some states where this is legal and others where it is not. And I do know that with regular composting, the stuff stinks. So maybe your neighbors would not be a fan of it regardless. <laughs> but Bruski, uh, producer extraordinaire, found this article for us. Um, it's by Natasha Pinion just so we give her proper credit. CNBC's website is where this came from. Uh, human composting, already legal in six states, could help the planet. Mm, how so, Stephen? 
Uh, let me give you the highlights here. Uh, reading from this article here, when Michelle Scaff dies, she's going to turn into dirt. Uh, this 31-year-old is a client of a company out of Seattle called Return Home. It is a human composting facility. It's futuristic-looking vessels full of organic material like straw, alfalfa, and sawdust can turn human bodies back into soil by mimicking the natural decomposition process. The company says uh, Scaff is very much alive and plans to be so for a long time. As far as she knows, um, <laughs> she signed up for the company's pre-planning services, starting a payment plan that will enable her to eventually become compost. What if you don't uh, make the full payment by the time you die, dude? I wonder if they just refund your money and you're on your own. They compost your money, I would assume. I, I, I do wonder what the legalities of that are, if they uh, just take what they got, or do they send the rest of the bill to your you know, family or whatever? Maybe they cut off an arm and just compost that. Right. That'd be a good Maybe compost. sell some of the organs uh, so that they can get recoup their right. money and then compost the rest. Yeah. That makes sense, actually. I mean, it's a good point, though. She's 31. She says, I'm going to be along for, uh, alive for a long time, but you don't actually know that. So. Nope. And I do kind of wonder how much this thing costs. I'm already in debt enough here living. I don't know that I need to add to my afterlife death. Or well, death. dude, I think either way you slice it, it's expensive, brother. And if you don't oh. have end of life insurance, uh, it's something you should probably think about. You don't want to stick it with your kids uh, if you don't have to. And uh, yeah, it's very expensive just to be buried. My, even my parents who were um, cremated. Um, that was that was quite costly as as well. You're spending an easy ten grand. Yeah, I appreciate nice. a place to go to. That's always been my big concern. My mother wants to be uh, cremated, and I know that I can keep the ashes. Uh, I have Rachel's dad's ashes. You know, like I know that you keep ashes, but like I would have, I would rather have a location to go to. And I guess you could pick your own. Steve goes up to. A weird peak in the mountains to ponder life and talk to people no longer here. And maybe that's the way to do it, I guess. Yeah. I spread some of my aunt's ashes in Lake Tahoe here. Um, you did? Yeah. Her uh, her daughter, my cousin, gave us all a little uh, a little punch, a bag of, uh, of her ashes to take back home and uh, spread around the country. So I brought mine here to Lake Tahoe and walked, uh, you know, 10 yards out into the lake and sprinkled them out there. Nice, dude. I didn't know you so, did that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, maybe more people, I think more people are being toasted, uh, or, uh, what do you call it? Cremated. Yeah. Well, yes. okay. Let's get into this. Cause this article starts to address some of this. So why don't you want to be buried or cremated according to this and how many people are being cremated? So, uh, the reasons human composting is becoming a thing legal in six States burials and cremations carry heavy environmental tolls. Burials require embalming bodies and toxic solutions, plus an indefinite use of land, which, yeah, seems to be a big issue. And uh, cremation results in millions of tons of carbon dioxide emissions annually. I yeah, never would have thought of that. Yeah, I never would have thought about that either, dude. That's crazy. And to answer your other question, over the last 15 years, the rate of cremation in the United States has almost doubled to 57% of people I dying now are getting cremated. I buy that, dude. I hear more and more people saying that's what they want. I think it's out with the old and with the new uh, as far as burial and cremation. I think it's going to take over. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to have to. Uh, apparently. I wonder if we do start to mandate these sorts of things at some point as we run. Or is it just the free market? You know, if they've run out of space at the local uh, cemetery, then you've got to go on to some other option. Yeah, I think a lot of people die with no options anyway, to be frank with you, dude. Because yeah. 
they don't have money or, you know, a nonprofit is paying for their service because they don't have any money. I, and I think that happens more than we hear about, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, you you mentioned that um, about cost. Uh, I pulled up their website, yeah, and um, it, they have pre planning and immediate need. Under the immediate need, they actually have a dollar value. Please, and uh, four thousand nine hundred fifty dollars. It's cheap, dude. I mean, in the grand scheme of Compared things, I think it's pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would have expected it to be more. It, yeah. And that's it, though. Just five grand, they compost you because the pictures they have in this article, it looks like some sort of, you know, futuristic pod, like you would go traveling through deep space. They're basically, well, you, you know, you toaster ovens. Well, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't actually get the pod brought to your house. So under the. No, you go to their facility, right? Exactly. So you go yeah. to their facility and then that's where they take care of the cremation. I mean, the the. The composting. Yeah, thank God. I don't need a composting pot in my backyard or anything. Yeah, Make and then the, it, you know? they, they they file all the death certificate and all the necessary paperwork. Once the composting is complete, they return the soil to the family or donate it to their woodland property. I saw something out here that said their, uh, their facility for where they put your dirt when you're done, if the family doesn't want it, is in beautiful Kent, Washington. Well, which yeah, we well, the- previously made fun of on the show as being a bit of a wasteland anyways. Are you making a joke? Is that real? I'm totally being serious with you. Why would they take them to Kent, Washington? So yeah, I mean, you get to spend eternity in Kent, Washington, Nick. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to find another company, dude. Or just give me my, you know what? Put my dirt. I want my dirt to go back to whoever survives me, and I would like to be a part of their garden or something. Yeah. Or let the dog take a dump on you. Uh, I, I will probably be against this for me based on I've already made a decision where I'm going or what I'm doing. Well, you may not have that option, though, we're discussing. What do you, what, what is your plan? And by the way, this is legal in uh, Washington state was first, actually, for some reason. Uh, Colorado, Oregon, Vermont, California, and New York is soon to follow. But they also say just because you live in another state where it might be illegal, you can have your body shipped to one of those six states. And they'll uh, they'll compost you there and mail the dirt on back to you. <laughs> I bet this will be legal in more states yeah. sooner than later. Well, I mean, there's a big creep out factor here. Um, I mean, I suppose you're just naturally decomposing if you're buried in a coffin, right? Uh, not as quickly because you're not a part of the soil. You know? Yeah. And you've got and all the embalming fluid and everything. In you're, yeah. you're preserved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of which, I mean, that stuff preserves. Uh, I I see why it's so bad for uh, for uh, for us. I mean, it's that people live or not live, but look like they live for a long time after that embalming's been done. Yeah, I'm not sure what they mean about all the toxic fluids. Does that eventually seep down into the soil? Like, if you live next to a cemetery, are you drinking embalming fluid laced water? That's a great question. I mean, well, but I, it would it would have to it would have to leach out of the the casket itself. Right now, with with a wood casket, I could possibly see that because it's it's porous, it's wood, so it's porous. Sure. Yeah, but, but most mentally. caskets these days are metal. Well, I wouldn't say most of them. I would say like oh. all the prison people, all the oh. people you know that can't pay for a funeral, they're going in a pine box. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, you don't want serial killer embalming DNA leaking into your water either. <laughs> 
it's a horror movie in the making right there so the uh funeral business let me just say i mean it's hard to get a job in the funeral business you know what i mean uh i hear people are well, dying to get into that business <laughs> they are dying to get into that business. uh here's the thing it is hard to get into the service of this all because a you is make it? a ton of yes dude okay. you make a ton of cash you have to have special schooling for it and you have to be a certain kind of person either you're a very odd person or you're you've just separated yourself from it all so much you know what i I mean it's a violent point though that it's like being a surgeon like my dad i watched him as a kid you know dabble with some of the surgery stuff and i knew immediately i wanted nothing to do with that industry (laughs) however he's gravity you know he gravitated towards it he finds that all fascinating uh dotty is a nurse and she just did a a surgical rotation and she was fascinated by it apparently the nurses on that new rotation either vomit or they're they're intrigued by it and can do it for a living so my yeah, dealing with straight dead bodies though that that has to be a niche market out there <laughs> uh rachel went into rachel used to be a prosecutor and she had to go down to see all the dead bodies what's the place Ooh. to storm in morgue 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 yeah. right goes into the morgue because they want to not only look at the bodies but they do an autopsy on a body in front of them so they know exactly what they're talking about when they say things like oh you know uh, bullet penetration, left upper quadrant, you know, when they're doing yeah. that shit. So they got to see these bodies. She said the same thing, dude. Most people, well, maybe half of them, f- fainting, throwing up, that kind of stuff, Yeah, uh, didn't want anything to do with it. You have to be a kind of person that can get through that stuff and finds it somewhat fascinating. Otherwise, it's just majorly depressing, I would think. Brewski, can you Google what does a mortician make on average? Because... Yeah, I'm always looking for new career opportunities. <laughs> and here's the thing, Steve, is yeah. a mortician. I don't know the specific number, obviously, and I don't know if they make a ton of cash. But funeral home directors, owners of funeral homes make a ton of cash. It's not the same thing. Well, Isn't the mortician the guy that runs the funeral parlor? Part kind of, of yeah. runs it necessarily. But. So I look at what does a funeral director make, and yeah. according to Indeed, it shows that they make between fifty nine dollars to $100,000 a year. Oh, that's it? But that would well, just be a director. That's not an owner of a funeral home. You know exactly. I mean? I've uh, I've talked to a lot of business experts that have said that I could run any kind of business. It doesn't matter what the widget is. Like, I just need to see the, the profit margins and, you know, how to order supplies and whatnot. So if I could just own a funeral home and not actually have to play with dead bodies, I, I would. I'm, I'm all in favor of that. My mom does uh, hospice care. She did for years and she's thinking of getting back into it. She enjoys she actually said that to me the other day i enjoy being there when someone passes i like to give them comfort and care and help the loved ones walk through this process so i get it that's exactly uh first of all bless her because everyone who has been through it knows a hospice nurse is i mean i mean that's the best memories i had with dealing with all that stuff towards the end of lives that i've lost but yeah you again you are that person or you're not you know what I mean? Like, and I understand what your mom's saying. Like, I appreciated the fact that I got to be there when my dad passed away. Yeah. It was awful, but I appreciate it just for the exact same reason your mom said. And there's people out there like my brother who's opposite, complete. I would rather not be there. So, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying for the right amount of money, I can be any kind of person. So, you um, can? 
I think so. If it's a good business opportunity, I think I could learn to uh, to walk people through this. Or like I was saying, in all seriousness, I would fund a funeral home and all that and hire these sorts of people to run it. If if what you're saying is true, the, the guy that owns the funeral parlor is making all the money. And especially, why would I not now open one that offers burial, cremation, or composting? Like, uh, you know, it's like the Walmart of uh, funeral homes. They do. They talk about you in a good business anyway, being able to pivot and keep up with the times. Right. Like, you're going to have to add all these services of, you know, con- you want to be composted. I've spent 25 years in radio and it seems to be dying. So why not just jump to a real dying industry? That's my point. <laughs> well, good luck with that. So, let me ask you. I'm signing off for this podcast. I'm going to go <laughs> work with dead people. All right. So. What were you all thinking you were going to do for the end of your life? Have you put thought into this? Yes. Okay. So what? What do you want? Listen. Just in case gonna, you drop dead, I want to archive this so I have it documented. So. Please do, dude. I, you know, uh, we can, we should get into this with all of each other at some point. But like, my wife and I, we have death books. Like, all, here's the info you need to know if I die. Which so you call maybe, it a death book? Huh? I mean, I, I guess we don't call like a comic book, a death book. (laughs) I see. Okay. Uh, What's in your death book? We have a death book, dude. And it's funny because it's not funny, but (laughs) but I would think yours would be funny. Actually. It's a funny guy. Yeah. My death book is probably worth a laugh or two, but uh, hers is more serious. Uh, she's the smart one in this relationship uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, therefore holds the keys to the accounts that I might need to be able to get into for one gaze, that type of stuff. Right. But yeah, everyone should have a death book. Here's what I want. This is what I, and you know what? This could change. Who knows? But what I want currently is something my aunt brought to me and her and my uncle are going to do this. When they die, they're donating their body to science. Okay, but then they got to do something with it still. They, uh, well, yeah, they will. They're going to play with it for a while. I get that. Then what? They're going to play with it, and then I get ashes. Okay. After they're done playing with it, figuring out what they need to do, I get ashes. And I don't have to pay for the ashes because I gave them my body. I like that you're doing cost-cutting services. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And you know what? If you could do a little good on the way out, I mean, I don't need it anymore. Are you worried about what they're going to do to you? Are you going to have limitations on that? What if they want to do weird, you know, anal experiments on you or something? That'd be fine because I'm not there. But I I don't want any cloning stuff research done on me. Well, you're not here anymore. Your rights have been waived, so... I imagine I got to sign my rights away. I got to sign some sort of paper. Yeah, but your wife's a lawyer. She can undo all that. I'm just saying, you already said that Rachel had pondered cloning a dead pet. What if she wanted to clone her dead husband? (laughs) Yeah, no, I wouldn't put it past her, dude. Right? She always tells me if she dies first and I ever date again, she's going to haunt me. I don't like that either. Or stuff, you know. So uh, I thought you were supposed to, yeah, tell your partner, like, please move on. If I, I want you to love again. You should, dude. And if I catch her on a good day, she may say that to me, but I know. I know deep down. She always tells me, dude, after she's had one drink, she's like, you better you better be real good because I'm going to haunt you. I'm going to haunt you. And That's funny. So, yeah. Uh, well, you know, yeah. But I don't know. I'll be dedicated to science at this point in my life. Well, that's noble. So I guess the ultimate answer, though, is cremation. You're making yes. a stop on the way to cremation. but And maybe, you know what? Here's the thing. If composting was an option after I, they were done with me, I would take that over cremation. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bruce, Gabe, you put thought into this, what you want? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, 
I, I want about it. it all the time. <laughs> I haven't thought about it at all until we started talking today. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what's your, what's I, your I, I, I want it, even though it's not legal. I want a funeral pyre. <laughs> so I, what is that? Putting you on the Viking uh, ship and throwing you on? Well, the- you, don't, you don't have to do that. You can do it. You can do it on land where it's just like a remember how at the end of, a, of uh, Empire Strikes Back when Darth Vader dies. Um, so the Return of the Jedi, but Return yeah. of the Jedi, and yeah, now, right. but he dies. They burn him up and everything. Yeah, yeah. So cremation, yeah. though, really, you just want a more elaborate cremation. No, it's just more like a bonfire. Just, but that's just, cremation. So, paper, yeah. No, but just take my body. You just throw it on there. It's uh, a, t- a tid's dramatic. Why, you know, why are you going to make us clean up that mess afterwards? <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't do this like a civil adult. No, this is me we're talking about here. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Would you expect anything less? No, I suppose um, not. Can we, like, roast marshmallows on you or something? I mean, If you want to, you are welcome to do so. Hot dogs, the whole nine. <laughs> When I used to live on the hill uh, up on Capitol Hill, there was a very big crematorium there called Bonnie Watson, and it's right yeah. on Broadway across from Seattle Central Community College. And I'm walking down from Dick's back to my apartment that night, that one afternoon, and yeah. I'm eating a Not burger. Not your boyfriend. It's a restaurant, <laughs> uh, hamburger. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a drive-in burger restaurant in Seattle. It's the name so, of the club he used to go to. Yes. I'm, I'm, walk, I'm walking down Broadway, and this homeless guy stops me. And it's an overcast gray day in Seattle, and he says to me, you see that? They're burning bodies. And I look up in the air, and wouldn't you know it, there's little black ash that's that's in the air. And I'm on Broadway eating a hamburger, a cheeseburger, while while this is happening. Oh, come and on. They're not, I'm not kidding. I mean, that's that's not actual, like, ash from a human, right? Oh, no, they that, can't that, do that. I don't know. Okay, so then that's, what I, that's the huge crematorium. Where, did he, where does this, the, the exhaust go? It's all well, filtered, I mean, dude. I mean, I, you would have to think at the very least it would be highly filtered. I mean, they want all yeah, the ash yeah, to yeah. stay down to give to the family. You know? Yeah. No, Listen, I'm know sure there that. maybe there is some trace amount in there. Yeah, but it, you gave me the mental picture though that they're just spewing ashes. Oh no, 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 no. It was a Walking Dead scene. Ironically, it's right next to the roasting company for Starbucks too. I don't know if there's any coincidence on that or not. Yeah, but yeah, no. I mean, I and I get the whole thing with like carbon emissions and cremation not being good for for the environment i get that i was just gonna say do you i think this is a good indication of what kind of person you are do you give a do you give a crap once you die about the environment at that point i do Right, because you're a good person, and I, <laughs> and that's a good indicator. Like I said, a bunch of uh, conservatives right now, especially the kinds that have like the trucks that just spew unnecessary amounts of garbage because yeah. they're trying to stick it to the dust. Rolling coal, right? So exactly they would boycott is. this. Isn't it funny? Everything becomes political in this country, even death. Well, now, so. well, don't don't you think though that they might actually be? I mean, especially the farming types. They might be up for that. Yeah, you kill enough people in your family, you can have fresh new soil. I, yeah, it's probably for amazing soil. You know what I mean? I there's a so. lot of places that uh, you could just bury a body in your backyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah uh, sure. If, if I got a piece of, I mean, legally, like uh, I got oh, a piece yeah, of property, yeah. I just want grandma to be buried on my yard. There's places uh, people live in that you could still do that. 
You can just do that, can't you? Or is that illegal? Like, seriously, I if I have acreage, am I allowed to bury grandma back there? It depends on different where you live. It depends yeah. on there's some people have put laws up against it. You can't just bury someone in your backyard. Mm. Although, let's remember, accepted. let's remember the former president did have his wife buried by the first tee box at his golf course in New Jersey. That is true, Bruski. You bring up a valid point, which still amazes me. Who? You lost Trump. Trump. He had his ex-wife buried by the tea box. Yes. Yeah, by by the first tea, and they say, and that's that's God's honest truth. Her headstone is there, and, and everything, and they say they say that the reason why is because now they can actually designate that golf course as also a cemetery, and because of that, they get a huge tax break. I, I did not hear that story at all, and that is insane to me first of all yeah. if i'm a member of that golf course i am not going back to that golf course so ivana his 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 first wife yeah passed away passed away mysteriously too by the way and uh her body was brought to the, the funeral it's very hush hush yeah yeah about how she died because she supposedly fell down a flight of stairs fell down um and um but she was not that we're insinuating but we're insinuating so yeah uh, but buried um, by the first tee box uh, at uh, Bedminster Golf Course in New Jersey. Wow. What a cheap bastard. He just wanted to bury it on, uh, bury someone on property he owned. Yeah. Right. yeah. To not play the, pay the plot fee or whatever. Yeah. And to receive tax breaks, you know. Uh, it's not real, though. It's really designated as a cemetery. I'm looking it up right it's now. It's truth, dude. I, I mean, I, I don't know. You know what? I don't know if it's 100% truth, but I've read the article and more than one talking yeah. about the topic wow and actually i'm looking at a picture on the new york post website right now and here's the thing they don't even have a headstone they have a little plaque in the ground before this on. i thought trump was such a good guy now i see his true colors <laughs> now, this <tipped> your scale. <laughs> wow i bet she hated golf too i bet he's just doing this to stick it to her hey, there's got to be something there right buried her amongst uh a ton of balls. <laughs> I, 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 it takes a ton of balls to bury your ex-wife at your golf course, I would think. Yes. And why would he uh, compost her there, help fertilize the tea or something? You know, he could fire a landscaper. Now, I do have to correct something. It's not right at the top of the first tee box. It's on the back side of the first tee box. So it's somewhat secluded, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. still weird, dude. Wow. It's very weird. You know, they call that an abomination. Yes. Abomination, dude. Do they? Do they call it? In case uh, anybody doesn't know, God calls it an abomination. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean, I would say I got backed up there, Steve. Yeah. Well, well right. have you thought at all, Steve, since in this conversation, if you uh, are going to die at the end of this show, what do we do with your body? I want a gigantic mausoleum. I want to be encased in carbonite to make another Star Wars reference here in our death segment. Okay. And uh, I want you all to worship at the altar of harness, you know? None that would make things. me feel good. It would make you feel good? Yes. But you're not going to be around to feel it anymore. I don't know. I mean, in all seriousness, I really don't know. I really don't know what I want. I'm going to leave it up to you guys. How about that? No, you can't do that. You at least have to leave it up to your kids. Don't leave it up to us knuckleheads. <laughs> well, I don't want to put that burden on them. I want you to might have a kegger in your honor or something like that, you know? Lots of bong rips and weed. and. Well, you should do that regardless of what you're doing with the body. But uh, I'm just saying, I really don't have a strong opinion on it. I mean, being buried in the ground does seem like a waste of ground. So, But burning, I didn't realize how many uh, emissions it put out there. So that seems weird. Composting, five grand. I mean, that's not too bad. And by the way, uh, this article points out when your body decomposes, the bones are still there. 
So what do you think they do with the bones? I know the answer, but what do you, what do you think they do? They crunch them up because that's really good fertilizer. That's true. Brewski's right. Yeah. They grind them down and then decompose them further because uh, yeah. they won't decompose. Apparently, it'll take a millennia. Here's the thing. My uh, speaking of my kids and leaving this burden for them, my firstborn who uh, turned 17 today on recording day. Of the wow. Happy, happy birthday, Neo. Oof, 17 year old daughter. That's uh, that's crazy right there. But uh, one but year until she can be drafted off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Thanks. That's that's good. <laughs> I don't know if we're going back to the draft anytime soon, but I'll, I'll let her know she's <laughs> on watch. But, uh, my uh, yeah, Neo has had a um, a I don't know, uh, an acceptance of death that they did not give for me by any means at all because I don't do well with the topic. But And you're sure it's not an infatuation. It's an acceptance. Yeah, it, um, I don't pick up on infatuation level stuff. She's not all black and goth and her room doesn't have like headstones or anything. But right. it, it seems to be some acceptance. And uh, Neo told us all years ago how, how she wanted to be you know buried or whatever. Oh. Bruski, you kind of referenced this, but I don't know if it's the exact same thing. There's some company out there that will make seeds infused with your ashes. Like the seed oh. is actually infused with your ashes. Wow. And then you can go and plant these seeds, and it's a tree that you're infused into. And that's yeah. what they want? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I don't know how many seeds. I mean, that would have to be a lot of seeds. I don't know if you get cremated and they just make a few seeds and the rest goes to an urn or something. I'm sure, dude. I, I think that uh, there's a couple of things, services that are offered now that if I have ashes, I would instruct both of you to do it. I mean, these are things I actually would love to have done. They can take a minuscule amount of your ashes and put it in tattoo ink and and oh, give wow. you a tattoo right which i think would be real cool if i could have done it for uh i got a tattoo for my dad after he passed away i would love to have his ashes in this ink. wow uh, that would freak that that would scare me a lot <laughs> I'm <Would> sorry. <laughs> Did, yeah. don't you have a piece of me with you at all the your time ashes in my skin i don't know man i mean again i don't deal well with death so i don't go to a lot of funerals because i don't want to see the body so yeah. having your ashes in my skin uh, that would all right well i have another option for you brewski yeah. are you getting the tattoo well you can wait to see what the second option is i something tells me brewski's gonna do them both okay okay you can I'll have my ashes. Of you. Like, I'll snort you off a table. That, that's you will? It. Okay. <laughs> well, that's fine. Just ingest hey. me into your lungs. Well, Keith, Keith, Keith Richards did it. Nice. Oh, did he? I've heard that. That's an urban legend, I think. But who did he? No, I'm, at, I'm looking at the article right here in front of me. <laughs> who did he snort? His father's ashes. Wow. Wow. Uh, a, that's a fact. The reason I why. Can, he, the I reason do why bong he, water with you. I don't know if I'd snort you. Really. It says, yes, that title is not misleading you. Rolling Stones guitarist Keith Richards did indeed snort up his father's ashes in an effort to bid his parent farewell from this earthly coil. And uh, this is from a music magazine uh, called Far Out Magazine. That's the that's secret a, to life, dude. I mean, right. that keeps you alive forever, apparently, if you do it. And definitely a sign you have a drug problem if you oh, find yourself snorting dead people. So <laughs> well, now, now, now it's I, an I, indication, that's all. I, I have a caveat here. Yeah. He did it upright, and it was a party situation because he cut it up with some cocaine. Oh, good. All right. Well, that seems appropriate. Dude. You need to right. meet. There you go. It wasn't like just straight body ashes or anything. Come on, it was coke. He classed it up, you know. Sure, of course. Yeah. All right. Second option for Nikki is you can take some of my ashes and go have a vinyl album pressed with oh. some of my ashes. Interesting. Hmm. 
I can, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of classy. I think so. That's an endless debate, though, of what do we press you? I mean, it's got to be Dave. You press my favorite stuff, dude. I mean, you put me on and spin me around and think about me. It's for me, though. So shouldn't it be a Metallica album or some 90s uh, pop songs for Rachel or something? Look, you and I are going to, if you do it, we're going to be fine. We can chill to the same music, right? Right. For the most part. Uh, You can put Metallica. Do whatever you want, dude. Just put me in the album. I would press you on Millie Vanilli so that I would think you weren't really dead. It was all a scam. (laughs) I could hold out hope that you're coming back someday. Who knows? I may. Mm. You're uh, really going to have a hard time with your own death, you feel? Uh, Not my own death. I'm sure that'll be easy. Uh, The death of everyone else. That's what I struggle with. Oh, you don't. uh, You're not worried about you dying. It's the people you love. Yes, yes. Okay. It's the permanence of death. I have such a hard time with it that someone's just simply gone forever. And yeah. I know they live on in your heart and all that stuff. I've told myself that a million times. But, yeah, no, I, I, I don't deal well with losing people. So when I actually die, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm done at that point. But honestly, I feel bad. You know, I've always dated younger women almost exclusively. And I always feel bad of, like, you know, if we end up together forever, I, I'm leaving you. I, I, statistically speaking, I'm dying first. And that's kind of screwed, right? I'm going to leave some, you know, 78-year-old woman alone for the end of her life. I feel guilty about that. Especially, I mean, you're giving them a double whammy because men die before women anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? Even if we're the same age. That's what I mean. Statistically speaking, uh, whether, yeah, you yeah. know, but the fact that I'm older, you know, pushes the odds up that I'm going to die first. So Everything always seems like a good idea now, but maybe you're going to have to deal with some of that stuff as you get older for sure. Yeah. Dude. I used to tell the Hindenburg, oh, that's your problem to deal with, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but don't you move on, damn it. All right, so let's wax eloquent for a moment here, gentlemen. What is your theory on what happens when we die? Listen, I have, I have an answer, and it's the answer. I put a lot of thought into this, and I've, I've figured it out for all of it's us. It's the answer? Yes. Well, I'm yes. glad you're coming into this with an open mind. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. You guys uh, have to have the open mind. I've solved this for the entire uh, planet. Everyone's always wondered. I know the answer now. Oh, well, why don't we start out with it then? No, no, no. I'd like to hear you your trivial later. theories before I tell you what the, what's really going to happen. Uh, the truth of the matter is, dude, I don't know. You know, no one knows. You got to have faith about whatever you think is going to happen. And hopefully you're uh, strong enough to have some some faith. I've heard a lot of stories of people who have passed on that have had some very odd moments that make me not believe that once you're dead, you're just dead. I mean, I fair. I mean, is there a place we go to? Do we come back again? How, where, what, what happens? What happens, Nick? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, I don't think you're just floating out in the ether. I think that there's a uh, place that you may go to, whether it's, I don't know, you don't have a mind. It's hard to think about, dude, right? Yeah. But you're going to hopefully be in a place where uh, everything's all good. You can kind of reflect. I mean, do you think I come back as a person again and I live another life? Is that the way you think? Well, I know the answer, but uh, I'm not ready to give it yet. So Smug, too. Now, if you go, <laughs> I'll be smug in the afterlife, too. Don't worry. Now, if you go to another place, though, like heaven, for lack of better terms. Oh, what, yeah, what, I think I go to heaven. I mean, hopefully. I hope well, so. I OK, heaven. let's say you die after the show's over or during it. We may say something that causes a heart attack for you. 
Yeah. Certainly Brewski, that's more possible than for any of us to use defibrillator. Hey, but I got I, I have backup though. So if I have a heart attack, <laughs> that's true. The, you know, true. I mean yeah, yeah. You're pseudo invincible. He's like the Terminator, it's true. But okay, <laughs> let's just say, let's just say you drop dead today. Rachel does move on at some point. Do you have to share her in the afterlife? Does her and her new guy, do you get to reclaim her? Like how how does that whole mess work out? Uh I think that uh you tag team that, and your wife in the afterlife? <laughs> am I what? Tag team? No, dude. Yeah, I'm with the new of, guy. Well, she's in love with another guy now. Got to accommodate no him longer, in heaven. I'm I, no I longer a part of her living life, dude. Is heaven an individual experience? In other words, is it me immortalized at my peak with all the things I love? Or yeah, if life has moved on, do I now have to be in heaven with my, my wife's third Listen, husband? Listen, even though you don't believe in God, you can you believe in heaven. I mean, you have your version of heaven. No, right? no, no, no. You don't have a heavenly moment in life. Like what's what do you your mean? favorite moment that you could possibly think about right now is like everyone that you care about healthy. Uh, you've got guitars everywhere. You don't have a heaven that you've created in your mind. I suppose for the the here and now, there's some ideal moment, but do I think that's where I'm going to go spend my afterlife in? No, no, I don't. No, I know you don't believe that, but I'm saying that like heaven doesn't have to necessarily for everyone. If you believe uh, it can be many different things to many different people is what I'm saying. Okay. So that answers my question. Heaven to you is a personalized experience. Yes. It's not a, a, a rock concert, a stadium full of pe- dead people that are all hanging out together. It's your heaven. I got you. All right, Brewski, what do you think happens when you die? What I would, you know, I wish I could say that I, I would die and I would be with my parents and my grandparents again and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. But unfortunately, I don't believe that that's going to happen, you know. Um, but I also don't think that Are I'm a rock bad? or I'm just I'm just dirt in the ground or anything like that either, you know. It's mm. kind of like, like in Lord of the Rings when... Pippin says to Gandalf, you know, I didn't think it would end this way. And Gandalf says, no, the journey doesn't end here. It's just another path that we all have to take. I did not know you were a Lord of the Rings buff, that that would be part of your answer to the afterlife, is citing a Lord of the Rings. Or well, it's, it's, it's Gandalf. Rings, I mean, he knows all. Yeah. Come on. Right. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Do you want to know what happens to us all? Sure. Okay, good, because <laughs> here's the answer. I put some thought into this, and this explains reincarnation and ghosts. Uh, all in one fell swoop, quite frankly. So here's the thing. Uh, I believe it was Einstein that said that matter can neither be created nor destroyed. It can only change form, right? You can go from a solid to a gas to a liquid, whatever, but you can't destroy anything. It just changes form. And obviously, there's got to be a spark inside of all of us that is a real thing. I mean, it's a real thing here on Earth. My personality, your personality, the thing that makes my body my body and my mind and my soul and all that kind of stuff. So that cannot be destroyed. When you die, your essence does not destroy. It doesn't just go away. It goes out into the ether, out into the universe. Now, let's just say you die and you are conflicted or you are drawn back to this planet. I would argue that your your materials stay sort of clustered, that that tension keeps them more bound than someone who is ready for death and their, ash, their, their, their essence goes free into the universe. So if you stay clumped together, that's what ghosts are. That's oh. why we feel the presence of someone or can see the presence of someone when the universal things line up and allow you to feel it or see it because that essence has stayed clumped together. Others, when we die, it does spread out. And just like, you know, when you uh, when you uh, start a fire, 
the fire burns whatever is around it. And that is what creates that flame. It draws the oxygen. It draws whatever materials are around gas or whatever it is. Right. You don't have a flame before you hit the lighter. Right. 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 So it's drawing from what is around it to create that flame at the moment of conception. When the little sperm hits the little egg, we know there's some sort of spark there that happens. And I argue that that little spark burns what is around it. And it may burn parts of a million different people, or you may get more essence of one person than another. And that is what reincarnation is. That's why you feel connected to an old life or connected to someone that you've met before. Because your molecules recognize their molecules because they have been together before scientific reactions. You can you can track, you know, reactions and chemicals and see them bond and see them either repel or attract each other. It's not a bad way to think about it. I mean, I guess. Uh, you, but you're saying the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's not a bad way to think about it, but you're saying that we're just energy. Yes, yeah. and it cannot be created or destroyed, only changed forms. Yeah. And it can go into a particulate matter, but then it's going to end up back into a human being. What does our essence come from? It has to come from something. Yeah, it comes absolutely. from the universe. It comes from the essence of people that have been here before. We are all carbon-based forms. so Exactly. You see, this is both scientific, spiritual, metaphysical. That's why I feel like I've solved this for everyone, and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> do you and uh do you uh and your woman or your partner yeah. with anyone do you agree on what happens do you think that's an important thing to either believe in god or not believe in god i mean is it important that you feel the same way i think it's more important that you both like seinfeld or something than it is to agree on that but okay. um no, no i don't think at the end of the day but it probably does speak to your either spiritual perspectives or religious perspectives. Yeah. Um, you know, I've explained the series to some people that laugh at it. Uh, I explained it to Dottie recently and she was like, wow, that actually does make a lot of sense. Doesn't it? So, you know, it's good to feel that connection, but is it required? No, because again, once you're dead, you're dead. It's out of our control. But are you arguing about it before you die? You know, I think that I, it's not, it's just like religion and politics is one of those things, you know, that people say, Oh, you don't talk about that stuff. Don't talk about it. No, I definitely think you should be talking about it, but disagreeing, it's a little silly because we don't actually know the right answer except for Yeah. So well, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think as long as as long as your partner respects what your final wishes are, yeah, yeah. with what you want done when you do pass, I think that that's all that matters. Whether you agree or disagree on uh, what what happens to us after we die, that's immaterial. As long as they they agree to to abide by your last wishes, that's that's all that really matters. Yeah, I, I would no, tend to agree. I get it. What do you I, think? I, I Nick? Do you that, have to be on the same page? Or? I don't believe that you have to. I know that it's a struggle for some people, though, because like uh, if someone is religious, you know, and lives their life that way, uh, and someone is not religious, yeah. uh, if you are truly religious in the sense of religion you're gonna say oh well if you don't believe in this then we're not i'm not gonna see you when we die like that sucks you know uh that's that's not what i believe yeah you know i know that people argue about that or it's a struggle for certain people i don't think i could be with somebody who's like devoutly religious and not just for that reason i just think it speaks to your view on life and all that kind of stuff I mean, if, I'm religion. talking devoutly religious, by the way, not just like you guys, I know, have Catholicism in your background, but I'm talking somebody who is devoutly religious. I don't sure. think I would be with someone like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know that I could be either. I mean, I hate yeah. to say never, but I mean, I don't, I don't think I ever would. Well, I just, I just don't think that that person's personality would uh, meld with yours yeah. or, or, or uh, Nick's personalities. All right. So we've been discussing uh, this new phenomenon of uh, composting human bodies. It's a know. phenomenon. It is apparently a phenomenon uh, or being buried or, um, or uh, cremation. So, uh, Brewski, I think you have another uh, news article here that would be another good reason to, <laughs> to probably not be buried, to not leave a body laying around. I do. <laughs> I have that here. It says that because yeah, things can happen to your body once you're not in it anymore. Who's leaving a body laying around? Well, okay. Well, <laughs> Dateline Rockford, Illinois. Rockford police have announced the discovery of the body previously missing from the stolen funeral home van. Right. A funeral home van got stolen. There was a body in it. Jeez. What, what, what is the, where does it go with that? It was the, the van. The van was stolen in the 8200 block of South Manistee Street in Chicago. And uh, it actually had a body in it. And um, did they weaken a Bernie with it? Or did they, what, how, how, in what condition was the body found? It says Rockford police say the search is still ongoing after the body of a deceased adult was not located inside a stolen funeral home van found in Chicago. Oh, they don't even know where the body is, dude. Oh, no. See, it says, I'm saying burn yourself, decompose. <laughs> yeah, so here's the true. thing, though. They, they found the van 90 miles away. However, the body was not found inside the vehicle. They they had not um they had not located the body yet. Oh, that is just creepy, dude. You wonder if uh, murder suspects stole the van to uh, get rid of evidence, or did someone just steal this van not knowing and be like, "Oh my God, we got a body in here." Probably not. They kept the body, dude. Why wouldn't you just get out of the van and run? These are all valid questions, but it uh, goes to my point of don't leave your body laying around because idiots can steal the van that you're in. And then who, who the hell knows what they're doing with you at that point? That is where the weird anal experiments would come in or not, <laughs> or weekend at Bernie's. Like, let's see if we can re- recreate weekend at Bernie's. Can we get away with it for two days? Challenge accepted. <laughs> it sounds like a plot of How We Met Your Mother, quite frankly. So. Let's uh, we, we better burn you, dude. We better burn you. Okay. I've been joking for years, you know, crack open my lungs and scrape a bowl on me. You know, there's plenty of good resin in there. <laughs> it's going to be primo. So primo. please, that's uh, that's two birds with one stone. That's cremating me and uh, and having fun with me. So Keith Richards might have done that for you. Yeah, exactly. He would snort me. He would smoke me. So hey, as we close out on this uh, topic and program, uh, please end each of you with a funeral. Uh, am I there sad and respectful or am I wearing jeans and, and playing rock music and having some drinks? What am I doing at each of your funerals? Well, if it's anything like my wedding, you're there in a T-shirt and jeans, a tuxedo T-shirt, of course, to be respectful, <laughs> obviously. But yes, uh, it was tucked in, dude. Come yes, on. it was. <laughs> I would all I'm more of the uh, the Irish wake thing. Like yes. everyone get together and have some beers and have fun. Yeah. I will be crying at my eyes out at your funerals, but uh, I don't want you doing that for me. Just enjoy a life lived, hopefully well lived. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, don't shed a tear for me. Yeah, no, I, no, yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you. Drinks all around and enjoy enjoy yourselves. Yeah, unless it's a tragic ending, then do cry for me. 
So. I would like uh, each of you to spend uh, about 15 minutes crying for me, and then we can transition and party a little bit. Uh, are we going to burn these with your your tears, dude. I want you to let them flow, dude. I mean, this is a big deal. I'm dead. Come on. All right. I got you a little viral video, Brewski and I hauling your body around for a day to see if we get away with it. I'm know. in. If you can get permission from Rachel, I am in. I'll take the can golf we, cart ride. Can, Could you lose we, a few pounds though before death? I, I got a bad. I'll back. do my best. Yeah. <laughs> can, can we can we take Nikki water skiing on Lake Tahoe? Yes, I would wakeboard on you. That'd be respectful, right? <laughs> be perfect, dude. I would love a weekend at Bernie's type weekend with you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, under our new and revised format for this fine program, that will wrap up episode. What was this? Twenty six. 26 as yeah. we do a little testing on the vocal minority with nick and steve testing we yes, will indeed. uh be back for another program a little later in the week apparently we'll uh, let one loose on uh friday as we do uh two podcasts a week now there you go find us online the vocal minority.net and uh find us on the socials and share it uh you know for the love of god help us grow the show before we die that will be my dying wish otherwise can i get a million views for my death if nothing else you can't ask for them dude they, uh, the audience doesn't respond well to us asking for a million views four <laughs> people right. are like okay right yeah that's fair all right do until what you next want time me. gents peace peace test one two test one two stop ladies and gentlemen this is the vocal minority with nick and steve